Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? A JLD here, and welcome to episode 1686 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Everyone is scared of losing Fire Nation, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Pia Silva. Pia, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Bring it on. (laughs) Pia is a partner and brand strategist at Worst of All Design and the author of Badass Your Brand, the impatient entrepreneur's guide to turning expertise into profit. She specializes in badass branding for small business services and is a weekly contributor to Forbes. Pia, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Thank you. Um, Well, I live and work in Brooklyn with my amazing partner and husband. We have this beautiful business called Worst of All Design, and we get to completely transform people's businesses in one to two day intensives, which sounds impossible, uh, but we've been doing it for so long, I can guarantee people that they can have their brand and their business completely transformed such that they leave. I literally say you'll leave at 6 p.m. with a fully functioning website, your brand, your logo, your message, your strategy, um, and you'll be off to the races. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty cool and unique. And it also allows us the lifestyle that we want because we get paid really well for it. And it means that we get to spend the other 75 percent of our time doing other projects that we love, like writing a book. (laughs) And that's what I love, Fire Nation, is when people really decide to carve out a niche for themselves and stand for something. And, you know, whether that might be a daily podcast or you show up and by the time you leave that day, you are good to go. You're ready to start rocking your business. Find that niche, carve it out, be the best in business in that and just see where it goes from there. Now, speaking of expertise, let's talk, Pia, about what you consider at the core, your area of expertise. Break that down for us and then give us something that we probably don't know about your area of expertise that as entrepreneurs we should. Okay, great. Uh, So my area of expertise is badass branding for one to three person service businesses. So these are people selling their expertise. And when I define a badass brand, uh, I say it has two characteristics. One, it has to attract ideal clients. And that might mean that it repels everybody else And you got to be okay with that. You got to embrace that, actually. Um, And two, it needs to command a premium price. So it means you can charge more than the competition and still win the business. And so I have obviously a, a ton of tools in my tool belt and strategies to do that. But I would say one of the most important uh, things that I encourage my clients to do, everyone to do, is embrace the word no. So saying no is one of the best words in business, in my opinion. It's the strongest way to really be your brand and to really stay true to your integrity of what you have to offer. And it's really scary. Again, that's why we say it takes badasses to have a badass brand because it's scary to say no to money in the real world. But I have found over time that no really strengthens your reputation in the market and it strengthens your uh, reputation as somebody who will only sell to the ideal client for whom you can deliver, you know, the best value, like your highest value. And that over time continues to allow you to increase your prices. It continues to build uh, that attraction of the ideal clients. And it just makes for a really beautiful business that you can then spend most of your time 
doing whatever you want. Wow. I actually kind of want to add a comment to what you've been saying is Fire Nation, you might win because you charge more because perception is reality. I mean, sometimes people are going to look at A, B, and C. They're going to be like, wow, there might be a reason why C is charging a premium. And hey, I want a premium result. So I'm willing to pay the premium price for that. And that's if that's your ideal client, then that's the attitude and direction that you want to take because, and I'm sure you've realized this, P, I know I have in my business, that the race to the to the bottom, it's no fun. Like trying to be the cheapest mm-hmm. in the market, guess what? If you come in second place, you lose. <laughs> Only the cheapest person wins. And do you even want to win that race? I mean, that's no fun. That's that's for like the GEs of the world that can make the, che- the cheapest toothbrush, et cetera. This is a premium service that P is offering that you can go down that direction, Fire Nation. So think about the business that you want to build. And on that note, let's just break it down, P, and maybe just one or two sentences. What's something that we don't know about what you just shared that as entrepreneurs we really should know? Like what's something that you consistently find time and time again that your clients just walk out saying, wow, I never considered that or I never knew that or I never thought that was important. What is that? So I actually teach that you should never give away your time for free. So uh, I build something for most clients, if I can, if it makes sense, called I call a lead product. And the idea is instead of doing free strategy sessions or spending time on proposals and pitching, you essentially have a relatively low priced thing compared to your main offering that delivers value. It it solves a problem that your ideal clients know they have. It's highly targeted and people pay for it instead. And this has completely transformed so many businesses because it, it just like you said, people value what they pay for. Um, it, it creates a relationship where they where they're buying into what you do and you're getting paid essentially to demonstrate your value. You can do it with more gusto. And I find that more often than not, people that buy that first lead product are primed and ready to buy whatever your main offering is. Love that. Now, Pia, let's talk about the reality of being an entrepreneur. And that means taking the bad with the good. And I want you to share not just the bad, but what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So Pia, don't pull any punches. Take us there. (laughs) Tell us that story. Okay. It was a Friday night. Yes. (laughs) March, uh, three years almost to the date after we decided to take the plunge uh, and start our business. We had two employees. We had a studio um, and we were in $40,000 of credit card debt, which was our max. We had wiped out all of our savings. And I literally didn't know where, what we were going to do next. I didn't know how we were going to make payroll in two weeks. Um, there was no other money left. And I'm sitting in the corner of our kitchen on the floor, pathetically crying, just freaking out. Mm. Um, because, because once I maxed out the credit cards, you know, where was I going to turn? So, um, that, was the worst moment. I might say that was also the best moment because that forced us to make a huge change. Um, but that was one of the scariest things that ever I've ever experienced. Well, let's talk about that change for a second. So you're down there, 40K in debt, and you have all these doubts, all these fears. You don't know what the future is. Of course, it's easy to look back now and say, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. But at that time, it's terrifying. No, the it was terrifying. Yeah, it's a black <laughs> hole. You just don't know what you know exists coming up. So what happened to get you going in the right direction? What was that initial momentum, that inertia that got you going towards the light? Well, I think the reason it felt so awful was because it felt like failure, because it felt like the end. And um, 
my partner, Steve, he turned to me and he said, I think we need to let the employees go. And that was mm. crushing. You know, that was like, oh, that's failure because we're going to import, we're self, you know, imploding. So, uh, and he said, he goes, Pia, we're not failing, you know, uh, we're great at what we do. <laughs> Our clients love us. You know, we've done great work. We have fans. Maybe we're just, this isn't the right way to do it, but it's not like we have to close up shop. Maybe this is the next iteration of our business. And that was so profound. And when he said that, and I realized it was such a mindset shift and I immediately lightened, I I was, I was completely committed. I mean, I, unfortunately we had to go in on Monday and and let our employees go, but it was like, I just made $8,000. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that was the beginning of completely shifting uh, our business and looking at what was really core to what we had to offer. What was, what is our best, highest value? What do we love to do? You know, and it turned out a lot of the stuff we were doing was really just copying the agencies we saw in the world. We were, we didn't know what to do. So we just copied other things. And that's the worst thing you can do <laughs> when it comes to building a business. Um, I had to learn it the hard way, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs have to experience that. Um, but over the next 12 months, we pivoted our business and we we built it around this niche intensive model that really it allows us to demonstrate our best expertise. It, it fits with how we work best because we're both very intensive workers and we don't like these long drawn out projects. Um, and we made $500,000 in the next 12 wow. months just selling our services not paying for advertising. We weren't on social media. Um, it was purely because we had such a unique and specific offering that um, we just attracted the clients. Pivots are critical to business, Fire Nation. The stubborn, they'll struggle because times are changing. E- economics are changing. Your clients are changing. The entire climate is changing. I mean, we need to be able to adjust to pivots to move as new things are coming. I mean, I kind of joke around that, you know, in 10 years, it's not going to be, you know, entrepreneur on fire. It's going to be hologram on fire because I'm not going to be doing this via mm-hmm. a podcast. You know, I'm going to literally be beaming into your room and having like a real conversation with you, you know, with Pia, who's going to be hologramming into your room as well. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be hanging out there. I mean, it's like Princess Leia. That's the future, maybe, but we have to see what comes, pivot, adjust to stay relevant, to stay cutting edge. Now, you've had some great ideas over the years. Obviously, P, this one that you used to pivot into that $500,000 of revenue was a huge one. But tell us a story of one of your greatest ideas to date. Take us to that aha moment. Break down that story. We actually realized that we needed to put ourselves through our own process, (laughs) something that I think a lot of... uh, entrepreneurs fail to do. They say the shoemaker's shoe, uh, son has no shoes, right? You've heard that. (laughs) And that was us because we are a branding company. We know what we're doing. So we actually put ourselves through our own interview process. And And let me just break in here for a second. What is that process? Like, let's kind of take us through what you put yourself through to, to come out the other side shining. Yeah, sure. So our process is two steps. Step one is something called a brand shrink. So it's an in-depth interview that is not just looking at uh, your business and your brand, but overall, what does success look like to you? You know, what is what have your previous experiences been like? Who are your favorite clients? Who did you knock it out of the park for? You know, I want to base this strategy on previous experience. Um, and then the second step is actually building out that strategy into your brand, visually, messaging, copy, all of that. Um, so for us, 
we asked ourselves some of the critical questions were, uh, what's your favorite thing to sell? And while we had been building this agency, charging $30,000, $50,000 for these six, eight-month projects, um, we had this other thing called a brand up that we didn't really sell that much. It was just kind of on the side in case we had some people who didn't have enough money to hire us. And this was this intensive model. And we said, what's our favorite thing to sell? That's our favorite thing. Those are so fun. You know, we get to transform somebody's business overnight and we that really feeds our energy. And then we asked ourselves, what's the most profitable thing we do? And even though we were charging $30,000, let's say for this big project, our brand up, which at the time was $3,000 for a day, was way more profitable <laughs> because we were spending so much time on those $30,000 projects, they actually were much less profitable. So when we realized that our favorite thing and our most profitable thing were the same thing, it was like such a light bulb. We doubled down, we changed our website overnight and we said, that's all we're doing. We're just doing that. We can be known for that. We love that. That cuts out all the crap that we don't like, which is a lot of design by committee and feedback and drawn out projects. And it really allows us to do what we do best, which is building brands, you know, uh, creating that strategy, creating that momentum. So what I love about this is that you found, number one, where your passions lie, but also where your value is and where the expertise that you can bring to the world. You commingled those two things into what I love to call the zone of genius. So you kind of found that sweet spot. And so often, Fire Nation, we play in one of the two areas, either just where we're passionate, but we're not necessarily bringing a ton of value or just where we have expertise and value, but we don't necessarily love it. So how great can we be at that if we don't just love what we're doing? If you can find and marry those two, which, of course, Pia was able to do, you're on fire. Now, Pia, that's my big takeaway. What do you want to make sure our listeners get from your aha moment? I want to add to that that even if it's not your most profitable thing, your favorite thing, you can always add value and create value in something that you love to do. Um, and the and the loving to do, I mean, it's a cliched, you know, follow your passion, but it's it's true. If you don't love the thing you're doing, it's going to be very hard to to keep that momentum and build that value over time. But you can always build value around something. I like to think about, you know, Will Schwartz, the crossword guy yeah. from the New York Times. Totally. There's a great uh, there's a great documentary about him. He built his major in college around puzzles. And that seems so outlandish, but he's Will Schwartz, you know, <laughs> like he found value in something that he loved to do. And, and I think everybody can do that. If he can do that with crossword puzzles, you can do it with whatever you love. Yeah. And there's another documentary that just kind of came to mind when you said the word documentary is of that guy that just literally went around kind of like a crazy person in New York City. So you're probably familiar with him. He just took pictures of people and he became like the guy that was taking pictures of all the coolest fashion in New York City. You know, he lived like in a dorm near the New York City library and this was just what he did. But he would always his pictures would always be published and, you know, he would get top dollar for them. And he did every day what he loved, just go out into New York City and take pictures of amazing, unique, interesting fashion. And he just became the person for that. So Fire Nation, you know, don't let, you know, this old industrial world, you know, still kind of permeate our minds. Like, you know, we all need to learn how to do one thing, build one widget, no matter how much we hate or like it. And, and that's all we do for the rest of our life. Like this is in 1950, 2017, there's niches for us all. If you're willing to just do it and do it well and be passionate and great with it. Now, fast forwarding for you, Pia, what are you most fired up about right now? Like, let's talk about today. What are you most excited about now? 
Well, with the release of this book, my first book, which I'm super fired up about, uh, I'm releasing my personal brand. And that is because I want to reach a much greater audience. And despite I love how we work with clients and we continue to work with them like that, but that is very hyper targeted and it's working one on one with someone. And I want to bring these ideas that I have seen transform people's small businesses. I want to bring it to a much greater audience. So that's why I'm releasing my personal brand. That's why I wrote the book. And I'm I'm really fired up about it. Badass Your Brand, The Impatient Entrepreneur's Guide to Turning Expertise into Profit. So let me challenge you for a second. You just got done a little rant about how you think that people should turn passion into, pro- into profit. Why did you choose the word expertise here? I find that people's expertise usually has the passion behind it. I mean, people are usually very, very good at things that they love. And it's more about looking at, like I said, the past, your previous clients and finding which ones you did the best at and which clients you loved the most. And they're, I mean, almost always, I've done this so many times, they're almost always the ones that they, that the person is most fired up about too. I've actually found that a lot of people, especially our generation, like, you know, the 30s, 30 year olds and above have built expertise in areas that we thought we needed to succeed in this world, but it's not necessarily congruent with our passion. So I think there's both. I think millennials are definitely kind of more towards that area where they've been focusing on their passions a lot more and so become skilled and expertise over that. But I think if anybody's listening and you're saying, well, I have expertise in X, Y, and Z just because my parents told me to or because I thought I had to, doesn't necessarily mean you should go Mm. that way. So you should be marrying the two. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually funny you say that and you're making me realize right now, we attract people who are really psyched about what they do. Our, <laughs> the the uh, main headline on our website is uh, badass brands without the BS. And that attracts a certain kind of person. Um, and that's by design. You know, we, we want to attract only the kind of people who are really ready to double down on the thing that they're really psyched about. Um, and it, it repels a lot of people too. And that's okay. And that's a lot of what I teach. And that just saves a lot of time for you. And that's one thing that's been pretty obvious to me throughout this interview fire nation is that Pia, she understands who her avatar is, who that perfect client is. I mean, she said, you know, one to three person service style business, like she knows who she's looking for and she's not looking to spend her time with people that don't fit that mold because, you know, she's going to crush it for certain people and her systems may not work for others. And she, she realizes that. And so why waste her time with that? So really dial in on your avatar and try like Pia does to attract the right people. Now, speaking of just dropping value bombs and attracting the right people, we have some amazing value bombs coming in the lightning rounds. We're going to be talking about these topics even more. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to thank our sponsors and be right back. You know what's really frustrating? It can sometimes be a little embarrassing when you spend a lot of time in bandwidth creating something you're sure is going to work and then it bombs. Kind of like when you create a Facebook ad for a client or for your own business and the money goes out but nothing comes back in. Losing money, no matter whose it is, is no fun. And when you're working with clients, losing their trust is definitely not something you want to do. So why struggle trying to figure it out on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to select a random attendee and then build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. He's also going to show you the same process he's used working with some of the world's largest franchises to get ROI. Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com. 
We can't all be creatives, Fire Nation, which is why we're lucky to have amazing crowdsourcing sites to help us with the things we're not that great at. Take iStock by Getty Images, for example. You can find user-generated, royalty-free, authentic imagery for your next project with the click of a button iStock is the original source for user-generated stock photos, vectors, and illustrations. So no matter what type of project you're working on, flyers, presentations, your website, iStock has you covered. You can even find and download images on the go with the iStock app. You deserve to make a big impact through your work without breaking the bank, which is why iStock offers a range of convenient plans from no commitment options to flexible subscriptions. Cut through the marketplace with only authentic imagery by using iStock today. Visit iStockphoto.com slash podcast fire and grab your code for 20% off any product. That's iStockphoto.com slash podcast fire for 20% off. P, are you ready to rock the lightning round? Yes, yes, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't think I really thought of what entrepreneurism was uh, before, but I would tell you this, I've never had a salary job. And when I was young, when people asked me what I wanted to be, I always just said, I don't know, I just want to be in charge. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know what was holding me back, but I started my business when I found someone who's brilliance I could build a business around. And that was my fiance at the time. He's just a brilliant creative. And I said, oh, I can make a lot of money off of you, honey. (laughs) Let's do this. True love, true love. (laughs) What is the best advice you've ever received? Whenever you're looking at your to-do list or your calendar, ask yourself, what would happen if I didn't do this? Mm. You'd be surprised how much time you can free up. Totally. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I would say constant personal exploration of my fears and motivations. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Uh, I use Boomerang for Gmail every day. Scheduling emails, read receipts, swear by it. I would cry if Boomerang went away. It's it's my (laughs) life. Uh, Can you recommend one book to join, of course, your book, Badass Your Brand, The Impatient Entrepreneur's Guide to Turning Expertise (laughs) into Profits? Yes, I always go back to the seven habits of highly effective people. I think it is the best of its kind. It changed my life when I read it 10 years ago, and I, I keep going back to it. Pia, what's wrong with me? I started that book like 10 times, and I just can't get into it. What's, what's the what? deal? I know. The first habit was transformative for Ugh, me. Basically says you can, every situation, you have so many options. You always have options. You're never stuck. To me, that was... I mean, that changed, I think that changed the course of my life. No, I admit it. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm going to try. Maybe for like you already time. knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end today with a parting piece of guidance. So give us the best way that we can connect with you, that parting piece of guidance, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me is to find me on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at Pia Loves Your Biz, B-I-Z. Because I do, I do love your biz. Um, Or you can go to badassyourbrand.com and you can download the first chapter of my book, uh, which I think you'll really enjoy. I go more in depth in how we went from 40K in debt to 500K in sales without without advertising. Um, And my my parting words are, if you want to be loved by some, you have to be okay being misunderstood or even disliked by others. And that's what a badass brand is. And you really got to shrug off 
what people think and just do you and you will be successful. Shrug it off, Fire Nation. Shrug it off. And you, Fire Nation, are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And let's be honest, you've been hanging out with PS and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Pia, P-I-A in the search bar. Her show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. Of course, head directly to badassyourbrand.com to check out that first chapter and all the other cool stuff that Pia has going on over there. And Pia, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Pia today. And if you're ready to knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome, well, great stuff, check out thefreedomjournal.com and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. 93% of people say that visuals are the defining factor in purchasing decisions. Thankfully, iStock offers millions of bold, unique stock images, vectors, and illustrations that can help you make a big impact without breaking the bank. Try iStock today and find the image your idea deserves. Visit iStockphoto.com slash podcastfire to grab your code for 20% off any product. My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. Why struggle trying to figure out Facebook ads on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com.